This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Beeman Podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am so excited to have you listening today to today's episode. I hope you're having an absolutely beautiful day so far, and I just want to say I'm so thankful that you're here today listening, and I hope this episode just brightens your day a little bit. So if whether or not you're feeling good, feeling bad, I always like to start episodes off with a little self-check-in. You can think of a self-check-in like a moment to just press pause in your busy day and reflect and see how you're feeling on the inside and on the outside. So wherever you are, Just take a moment to breathe in through your nose, a nice deep inhale of loving breath. At the top, open your mouth, sigh out, ha, anything that is just not part of you, just let it go. And then when you're ready, take a moment to just ask yourself, how am I feeling? Answering the question with honesty and with zero judgment. And now ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened in your day. Maybe nothing happened in your day. Just getting real and thinking about it if there's a root cause. Now ask yourself, what is something that I can do to make my day a little bit brighter? Maybe it's listening to the podcast. Maybe it's taking a bath, going on a walk. You know what you need. Give it to yourself. Now ask yourself, Have I drink water in the past 30 minutes? Speaking of giving yourself what you need, hydration is so key to success and to feeling good and clear-minded. So I challenge you to grab a bottle of water right now and just chug it. Now ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour? If you haven't stood up, you know the drill. Get up, shake out those legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing. Obviously, if you're driving, do not stand up, (laughs) but stand up when you can. And now, on a deeper level... I want you to ask yourself, what am I currently struggling with in my life? Maybe you're struggling with comparison, with negativity, with anxiety. Just thinking about one struggle. And now I want you to think about, how can I overcome this struggle? A lot of the times our struggles feel like mountains. But I promise you can climb it. You can overcome it. You can reach the peak successfully you got this so now I want you to ask yourself why am I letting this struggle control me so much I know it sounds like kind of a weird question but I don't know about you but when I'm going through something it is the top of mind all the time it doesn't stop 
so think about why like truly why is this why is this such a big thing for me and now I want you to ask yourself what is one positive thing that could come from this struggle right now there's always something positive that can come from any any moment that feels so dark an example is when I was really going through my eating disorder last year a positive thing that came out of it is the fact that I can talk to and understand and hear so many people who are going through the exact same thing I did and help them by literally just being a friend and by being like I was in the same place as you so having that experience has allowed me to help so many people so that's like a positive final question let's get a little bit less deep what is one dream that you have for yourself this week it can be anything at all Okay, now that we're feeling checked in, reflective, I wanted to just quickly challenge you if you feel like your mind has just been all over the place lately, you feel like you're just going through it, take time to journal, even doing voice voice notes on your phone to just dump out how you're feeling because something that I've noticed is that when I'm really going through it, a lot of the times... I just can't pinpoint the root cause of why I'm going through something. So there's so much power in reflecting. And I just wanted to throw that idea out there because it really helped me last year. Like I was really, really going through it last fall. And I would record voice notes on my phone like every single day. And there's some really, really sad ones. But it allowed me to just dump out the stuff that was holding me back from becoming my best self. So anyways, I hope you're feeling good. And I just wanted to do a little update before we get into our topic today. I'm currently recording this episode in bed. I have a heating pad on my stomach. I started my period today and I'm literally feeling like death. <laughs> to, to like keep this positive. Um, I'm really happy I got my period. I started like sometimes I feel like when I get my period, I get really negative because I'm like, I'm in so much pain. I feel bloated. My skin's breaking out, blah, blah, blah. You know, complain, complain. But something that I kind of shifted that negativity today was instead of like when I was complaining, I took a moment and I was like, I'm so thankful that I have my period right now because I've been there when I didn't have a period and it was like not fun. And I was like, I'm really thankful that I have a period right now. And that's just something that it's all about finding gratitude. I know sometimes it can be over said about gratitude is the best attitude, yada, yada, yada. And you're like toxic positivity, but I'm being dead serious here. There is a lot of power and you can really control your reality when you're going through something and you try to find the light in a dark situation. Light always stands out brighter than darkness and that is something that continues to help me in my everyday life when I'm going through struggles when I'm going through things is figuring finding the things in that situation that are good that are something to be thankful for so yeah I'm currently currently heating my stomach and it feels great um (laughs) other than that 
like the past week honestly has kind of been like one of those weeks where everything feels like it blurs together but I've had some moments this week that I'm truly just so thankful for and I wanted to share with you guys so on Friday I had my first private lesson in person that I've had in such a long time you guys I haven't taught a Pilates private since I lived in Miami like an in-person private and I've been putting this off and I've been like really afraid of doing it for so long and this week I did it and it was so rewarding. I miss teaching in person so much like having those one-on-one moments are so just so special to me and I don't know I was just like really proud of myself. So then the next day I taught an in-person beach Galentine's Day Pilates event and you guys the weather sucked it was literally so bad I thought it was gonna rain and it was crazy because me and my friend we like prayed over the event we were like please like god please (laughs) don't let it rain please 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 like obviously being like it's totally in your control here but you guys it was crazy there was rain on like either side of the event but the event was not there was no rain it was just very windy but there were still so many people that came out and I like it was actually so baffling to me because I didn't think that many people were going to show up because the weather actually was not there was just not a vibe but all these people came out and it was so fun like such and just when I say like a lot of people I mean like I think it was like 10 or 11 people and to me I absolutely like okay you guys I'm kind of rambling but something I'm learning as I'm starting to do more in-person events is that a lot of times online we see different influencers, instructors, people promoting events, posting event highlights, and there's like hundreds of people that show up to the events. And something I'm learning as I'm starting to do events more and more is that that, yes, that can happen, but it's not a great it's not very healthy to have that kind of expectation for yourself right out of the gates to get like hundreds of people to show up and numbers genuinely just don't even matter and that's what I'm learning like 10 people 100 people every single number is a literal person who took the time out of their day to come to an event and like to me I'm just kind of rewiring how I see events and how I see like numbers if that makes sense like I used to be very very obsessive over feeling like I failed or I was successful based on how many people follow me or how many people came to my events or liked my photo blah 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 but I'm starting to see like every single like every single follower every single person coming to an event is a literal human being a special beautiful human being and having this new mindset shift has just created the most beautiful events for me. When I had like 10 people come out this past weekend, I was like, this is just absolutely freaking amazing. Like I get to connect with all these amazing women. We get to share just a beautiful time together to feel love and to know we're worthy of love. We did a Pilates workout with lots of affirmations in it and then we spent time doing a really fun little activity where I had everyone write a compliment on a sticky note for the stranger to the right. We made like a circle and then write an affirmation for themselves to keep in their purse. So it just was like a beautiful event and I loved it and I want to do more events and I feel so just like overjoyed even talking about it. Like God is so cool and he brought all these women together for a very specific reason and even in the midst of such a chaotic weather day. So I'm very thankful and wanted to share that with you guys because it made my heart so happy and I love you guys so much and 
thank you everyone who came out if you're listening to the episode and you're like i went to that event thank you but yeah other than that not too much is going on i'm just kind of like slowing down as i'm on my period and stuff and trying to take it easy i'm really excited to take a bath later hope that happens but other than that you guys i'm really excited to get into today's topic I haven't talked about this really that much on the on the podcast, which I'm kind of surprised I haven't because it's actually a very defining part of my life. And I think I've maybe briefly mentioned it a little bit, but I wanted to talk today and share kind of my experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even talk. My experiences and my story and just some helpful takeaways I've experienced from living a sober curious lifestyle. Sober curious in the sense that about close to a year ago, yeah, like I think nine months, I don't know, 10 months, I decided to stop drinking alcohol entirely. And if you've been listening to the up to the show, you probably know that last January, last February, I was a little Miami party girly. I loved to go out. I loved to drink, take shots. Well, I love shots. Shots are, in my opinion, absolutely disgusting. But, you know, I would do that whole thing. I would party my booty off and it was it was great. It was fun. But what I haven't really talked about is what's happened since that experience in my life. And if you're interested and curious about what it's like being sober and still being in your 20s. I'm 23 if you're listening. So I know you're like, whoa, you're in your early 20s and you don't drink. I really want to share why stopping drinking alcohol has been one of the best decisions of my life. And it hasn't hasn't held me back at all as a 23-year-old. I still am social. I still have fun with my friends. And let's just like get into this. So we're going to just start from kind of the top, as I just mentioned, in January and February, March-ish time frame. We'll just do Jen Fab. I was going out. I was starting to fly up to New York to see my new long distance boyfriend. And we would go out a lot. We'd go clubbing. We'd go see DJs. We'd go do all that stuff. And it was so fun. But it got to a point, as I mentioned actually early in the po- earlier in the podcast, I was struggling with an eating disorder at the same time. And it started also, this is, I want to just talk about a quick trigger warning if you are struggling with an eating disorder, if you feel like any of, anything around talking about an eating disorder is triggering, like please, please don't listen to this episode. I don't want to like trigger you further, but yeah, just like wanted to throw a little, little trigger warning out there for you. Anyways, I was drinking, well, I wasn't eating enough food to fuel my body and then I would drink and I found myself getting drunk really really easily and really fast and to the point where I blacked out for the first time actually earlier that year in the fall I never blacked out in my entire life it was absolutely terrifying thankfully I was with someone who was a friend who took care of me made sure nothing happened to me but that was a moment that was like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah, my friend told me, he was like, Callie, I went in to find you and you were facing, you were laying on your back, facing the ceiling, passed out in your bathroom. And 
I literally remember the next day feeling sick to my stomach. I was like, if that had not been someone I trusted, someone that I was friends with, something really, really bad could have happened happened to me. So that was kind of the first moment that was like, kind of like an, oh my gosh moment. This isn't good. But then New Year's happened and I remember I was drinking peppermint schnapp shots <laughs> and those things go back like freaking juice. I literally did not understand how many I had taken and before I knew it I was not okay I spent that night over the toilet with my boyfriend holding my hair back I was so so sick I remember it was the night I was launching my Pilates studio it literally launched as I was throwing up in the toilet the next day I woke up and I was so hungover like the worst hangover of my entire life I remember starting the year off just in such a horrible horrible place and then it only just it kept getting worse you guys I thought I was a little allergic to vodka but then it started to be every single thing I would drink I would throw up from it it became I would drink one glass of wine and I would throw up the next day from an insane hangover and not to mention my moods started to get really really intensified when I would be drinking so I would go out with my friends I'd be too like super super happy happy-go-lucky Cali and then all of a sudden something would flip in me and I'd get so sad like so 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 depressed and half the time I would just have to leave entirely and my friends would be like oh my gosh are you okay like it would make their night just miserable because they'd have to take care of their super depressed friend who was like always upset whenever she'd drink out of nowhere so then it got to the point kind of the final straw was in April when I went to a wedding in Oklahoma with my boyfriend and it was one of his best friend's weddings and I remember I got really drunk that night and they were going to go out after the wedding but I had the mood swing happen and I was so depressed and I didn't want to go out and I like my boyfriend kindest person ever stayed with me making sure I was okay and didn't go out with his friends who he hadn't seen in forever and I held him back from that and I remember the next day just feeling terrible feeling so selfish so just like I just like hated who I was when I drank alcohol it affected my mind it affected my body it affected my just every single moment of my life without knowing it. I became sick and tired of having to spend the day after drinking, recovering, feeling like I was always recovering from being sick. It was exhausting and draining. I felt like I was never clear-minded. It, Yeah, so it was a very, it was a slow progression, I guess, of the alcohol getting worse for my body. But it became a point where I was like, this has to stop. Like, this just isn't who I am. It's not who I want to be. And I decided to just cut it cold turkey. I was like, I'm done. I'm not drinking anymore. I can't. Love a good wine night with my friends. Love a good cocktail. But it's not making me a version of myself that I want to be. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice. And let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school 
school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love. Love, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I made that decision and it was it was really hard at first. I lived in Miami, you guys. I literally lived in Miami in the center of it all. I lived in Brickell, 
which is where there's so many bars, there's so many fun lounges, there's clubs, all this stuff. I lived on top of a dinner club, if that makes any reference. It was this like temptation to drink alcohol just all around me. So it was definitely isolating at first. I let it make, I let it isolate me. I thought that I couldn't go out. I thought that no one would want to hang out with me on the weekends because I didn't drink. I had all of these false lies pouring through my mind about me not drinking alcohol. And for the first few months, it kind of sucked. It truly sucked. I felt like anytime I'd meet someone, I don't know, it was kind of like an insecurity. I'd be like, oh yeah, like, sorry, like, I don't, I don't go out. Like, I'd bring it up and I didn't have to. And then you guys, I moved to New York City and I had this kind of, I think part of the reason that I didn't enjoy New York was because New York, it's similar to Miami in the sense that it feels like, it feels, let me address that. It feels like everyone drinks alcohol when they go out in like every occasion. But that was also a false lie in my head. So we're going to, now that you kind of know like the backstory of it, something that I've learned looking back because now I'm in like a very healthy place with it. I feel like last summer I was still figuring out kind of how to navigate the sober lifestyle because I did have all these false just lies about drinking and being social in my mind. It caused me to experience pretty intense social anxiety because I'd go out and feel like everyone was staring at me because I was so sober, so aware. And then I felt like everyone just like, I don't know, I created all these false things, if you can tell, as I'm like literally just spewing all this stuff that I was feeling. But I'm currently in a really good place. And here's why. One, I realized after living, leaving New York City that I was living this lie. I was living a lie by telling myself that no one would want to be my friend if I didn't drink. Totally, totally not true. I have to say, though, I did notice that the people in my life who were just my party friends did go away. But the people who were my real friends, they're still my friends and they don't care that I don't drink. So, if you decide to stop drinking and you feel like some people maybe stop inviting you to go do stuff, that's totally a reflection on them, not a reflection on you. Something I did learn too, though, is sometimes people do make assumptions when they hear you aren't drinking that you're not going to want to go out in a social environment. That's something that I've had to explain to some of my friends and get real with them about is that just because I don't drink doesn't mean I don't want to go out. A lot of people think that they have to drink in order to go out and have fun. Totally a lie. That's a huge, huge lie that I learned. I've had some of my most fun nights in my life when I'm totally sober. And this is even before I stopped drinking entirely. Here's a few examples. Like when I went to Ultra Miami, I I think this was like 2019. I went entirely sober with my friend. Nothing. We didn't drink at all. I had one of the best, best experiences of my life. It was so fun, so much dancing, all this stuff. It's one of those things where I think a lot of times people find themselves drinking and this is just me making an assumption. It's not true to everybody, but I think sometimes people drink because they don't feel confident. They don't feel confident that they can let loose and have fun around strangers and other people when they're sober. 
something I'm learning is that when you're sober and you can do that and have fun and let loose, it's such a power move. And it makes me feel so strong in myself and so just confident because I'm like, I can still have fun without alcohol. So it's a really fun test and a challenge for yourself. And I tell and recommend it. Also, some of my favorite nights, one of the other ones is I went to this bar in New York City with my friend Carolina in like 2021. And we were totally sober. I had like literally sparkling water, I think. And it was one of my absolute favorite nights of my entire life. Also, we made a literal dance circle in the bar and I vlogged it and it was so fun. And I was in that night, I was like, I don't have to be drunk to have fun and dance. And continuing on recently, I realized like it literally comes down to my mindset. If I go out and I'm sober and I convince myself that everyone thinks I'm weird, that everyone thinks that I like don't belong there, whatever. If it's like, if I'm telling myself these lies, the chances are high that I'm going to believe them. And the chances are high that that's going to ruin my night. Where like, if I go out and I'm like hyping myself up all night, I'm like, I'm confident, I'm beautiful, look at me, look at me. Like if I'm hyping myself up like a best friend, I'm probably not going to feel that like weird insecurity of being like super sober around people who are drinking, if that makes sense. So another thing too, that I've really learned in my experience of not drinking, FOMO is very real and it's also very, very much a lie. So many lies around alcohol. It's crazy. FOMO, one of the things I told myself when I first stopped drinking was that I wasn't having as much fun as the people around me who were drinking and who were drunk. Okay, totally not true. I'm going to use an example. This is not alcohol, but this is like drugs. I was out with a group of people one time in college and they all took, I don't know which drug it was. They took a drug and they were trying to get me and my friends to take it with them. And I was like, absolutely not. No way am I doing that. Like free, like drugs like freak me out. And I've always felt like that. And I just know someone who got extremely, extremely like messed up from a bad experience with drugs and it like freaked me out so I've always been kind of headstrong about that so I was like I'm not I like don't no one can pressure me into taking this drug so me and my friend didn't take it and you guys we were still with this group of people because we all went out together and they had a bad experience on the drug thankfully they were okay but they all were so sick like it was actually so bad and me and my friend like would look at each other we're like that's why like you don't really we didn't take this because you just never know you don't know where it's coming from you don't know what's going to do to your body and this is just that's like a moment where if I am worrying about how much fun I'm having versus other people it all comes down to your mindset you no one knows how anyone else is feeling all you know is how you are feeling so Instead of focusing on comparing yourself to a false observation of somebody else, focus on yourself. Focus on how you're feeling. Focus on how you can have more fun. Who cares if the person next to you looks looks like they're having the biggest time in the world? They could be totally blackout and like not remember anything the next day. 
So it's just like really important to make sure that you don't compare yourself to other people. And that's like one thing that I have really struggled with when going out totally sober is not letting that weird like alcohol drinking FOMO affect me. So I think something else too that I've really like learned in this experience is the people you go out with make a huge difference on your experience when you go out. Typically like this is alcohol, not alcohol, whatever. That like I can go out to the same bar with different groups of people and have so much more fun with one group of people than the other. And most of the time, the like most of the time when I have the most fun is when I'm with people who are not focusing on the external. They're focusing on having fun. They're here to spend time with the group of people that they came with. They're not here to get guys. They're not here to talk to a bunch of random people or wander away or get hammered. Like the people that I love to go out with are the people that like to be present with their friends and have fun and just enjoy life. It's not so, there's not like a mission, if that makes sense, for going out. And I think if you don't have fun when you go out and you find yourself really sad or really like that sucked, look at who you're going out with. That it seriously made like a huge difference for me in my life. I had certain friends who I loved them in non-going out scenes, but then going out, I was like, I just can't be around you guys because like I just don't feel good when I go out with you guys. I didn't tell them that, but I just stopped going out with them in social situations like that. So... I want to also say too, with drinking in general, it all comes down to looking at it as is drinking alcohol, is it making me a version of myself that I'm proud of? If it doesn't affect you and it's chill, it's whatever, you're not addicted to it, you don't rely on it for certain things, then that's great. But if you are, if you're like, get real, seriously, get real with yourself, is if alcohol is making you someone that you aren't proud of. It's making you feel really bad or depressed or super hungover or have a lot of anxiety or make choices that you're not proud of the next day. Like it may may not be worth having that in your life. And I know how difficult it can feel, especially if you're in college and you're listening to this and you're always surrounded by party atmosphere and like tons of alcohol. I know, I get it. It comes down to self-control and discipline. It comes down to setting boundaries because you have to take care of yourself. It's really important to protect your energy. It's important to give yourself the things you need. Take away the things that are not making you feel and become the best version of you. And the right people, the good friends, they're going to support you in your decision. They're not going to run away from you. They're not going to be like, ew, you're weird. You guys, in high school, I hung out with this group of people and there were guys in that friend group who seriously you guys this is like I can't even like I can't even believe this happened they would pressure me so much to drink if I didn't want to drink they'd be like why aren't you drinking are you sure are you sure you know like they would literally pressure me into it peer pressure and they were mean about it if I didn't do it and I know it's real I know that happens I know that there are people out there in this world who do that and let me tell you from experience those are the most insecure people, the ones that peer pressure you when you say no. Those people are insecure because they're insecure about their own choices. If someone sits there and tries to pressure you to do something, 
Look at them. Look at their lifestyle. In this situation, these people were drinking and driving. They were drunk pretty much all the time. And they were mean to other people. I don't know exactly how they felt because I'm not them. But all I know is those behaviors typically reflect someone who's insecure, someone who's going through it. Actions speak louder than words. Actions reflect how that person's heart is, how they're feeling inside. You've probably heard this, but bullies, those are some of the most sad, broken people. They're insecure. They're not feeling good about themselves. They are trying to be mean to other people in order to feel better about themselves. So if someone is going to sit there and be mean to you about your life decisions, look at their own life. They're probably projecting onto you. And I know it sucks. I know it's like so difficult. I have been in that exact situation. But I can say for a fact, stand your ground, know your truth, and don't give in. It's not worth it. I feel like I'm like a mom right now. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. But seriously, like I think some of my biggest mistakes in life were when I gave in to peer pressure and I became a version of myself that I was not proud of. I made some of the dumbest decisions ever when I gave in to peer pressure. So you know yourself better than anyone and you know what you need. You can do it. Take care of yourself. I used this in my email newsletter last week or this past weekend. I said, it's like a newborn puppy. When you adopt a puppy, you give it so much time and attention and love. You give it what it needs. Treat yourself like you would a new puppy that you just adopt. Give yourself the things you need to thrive and survive and to feel the love. Got it? (laughs) And also, I want you to know that drinking doesn't have to be an all or nothing situation. I was saying this and I kind of got sidetracked, but you don't have to just cut it cold turkey, right? Like if you feel like you've maybe been drinking too much and that's affecting you, just turn it back a little bit. You don't have to just completely cut it out of your life. Like I think that's also really key and like that's why the whole sober curious movement is happening is because I think sometimes in this society, extremes are a really big thing. The words of like, this is the only way, you have to do this, this is the best way to do it catchphrases like that are very very frequently used as marketing tactics as someone who majored in public relations and minor marketing I can say for a fact those are seriously just marketing grabs clickbait titles trying to get your attention but it's really important to realize that in life it doesn't have to be all or nothing like too much of something is not good so in a situation it could be drinking tone it back a little bit could be exercise. If you're over exercising and you feel constantly exhausted, tone it back a little bit. It could be eating too healthy. Tone it back a little bit. As I say in my podcast, healthy but human. We are human beings end of the day. We're not perfect. We're not going to be perfect. So just being like having the understanding and being kind to yourself through it all and not being too hard on yourself. A lot of times when we, ha- when we have extremes, when we cut things out, like the all or nothing mindset, it can lead to binging. It can lead to being super restrictive and then going back and doing or eating that thing more than you should. You know you know what I'm trying to say? I don't, I don't really know how to phrase that. But anyways, 
I cut it cold turkey because that's what I needed. Maybe you don't have to do that, but you know yourself the best. And sometimes it can feel uncomfortable to get real with yourself. It can be uncomfortable to to change your lifestyle. I have been there. And you have to trust God with it. You have to trust that God is going to keep the right people in your life. He's going to bring in new people. You have to lean in on him through all of your life changes, through all of your struggles. Ask him for guidance because he knows what's best for you over even you. That's always, always the best way to go. He always knows. God God always already knows what's going to happen in your life. So I think he's the best, the best thing to reference. But anyways... <laughs> I love you guys. You're awesome. And if you have any questions about just being sober curious or anything in general, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at I'm sweaty and I know it. Also, my podcast Instagram is healthy but human pod. I'm starting to get that Instagram going again. So definitely go check it out. And if you love this episode, please leave a nice review. It helps the show a lot, helps us reach more people and spread more love into the world. And yeah, I will see you queens next week. Have the best day ever. Keep shining, keep staying sweaty, and keep being healthy but still human. Bye. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.